Blog Talk Radio. It's the Late Show with Francie Weatherman. Sawyer, 
baby. Is he there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, and also, Mr. William Brower, great, both great authors. Very pleased that you guys uh, stick with this every well, twice a week now. Well, hey, no, no problem. I'll always happy to be here and uh, part of the team. You should know that. Yes. And also, we got Nicholas Grabowski. Yeah, we got me. Yeah, we got a little bit So I'm going to be mostly just kind of listening and stuff. Been overworking, like working until like 5 in the morning every morning, uh, setting up the Halloween stuff. Oh, yeah, boy. poor little guy. He. he He's, he's, he's trained. All right. Uh, and, of course, uh, what brings us all together here on a Wednesday night, we have got Rob Yeager, which, Tom, I mean, uh, William, you won the correct punctuation. I was calling him Jaeger. But, you know, how many times do I screw up the name? You said, no, it's Yeager. Yeager. That's right. William's got it. He knows. He's on it. He's on it. He's on. Well, he's, thank, he's, you. He's, thank you, thank you, thank you all. <laughs> he's he's definitely got it. Uh, Tom, you have got a huge announcement. Is he asleep? <laughs> I think he fell asleep. Should we? Well, hold on. Tom, <laughs> don't make me do an impression of you. If you don't, if you don't no. answer this phone, I'm going to no. do an impression. Can you hear me now? There we go. Is that Tom? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. Me? Tom, you got there a big go. announcement. Oh, yeah. My what are you doing? Sunday. Yeah, I'm huh? going to get drunk at my daughter's wedding Sunday night. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to be a dancing fool getting drunk at... That Sunday night, so you know. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, I'm doing we'll be sure to call in and, uh, and crash the reception. Uh, I might give you a you call go. if I'm drunk enough, you know. Hey. Down here and might say some real wild shit then. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! And <laughs> hey, William, you got a big announcement also. I do, yes. Um, I uh, I actually got a grade on the uh, hiring process and uh, actually had the opportunity to present my material to become a comic book reviewer. So, uh, you know, I spent most of this afternoon uh, taking a writing test and then uh, pretty much uh, refilled the coffee and everything else so I'd be ready for tonight. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. Indeed. So. Uh, Nick, any big announcements on your end? Uh, not anything major. I'm late on some um, book releases this month, and there's only one more day to the month. But a lot of that has been because I'm just so exhausted during the daytime, staying up all night long, uh, trying to get stuff done for Halloween, but it's not like I have a taskmaster or anything doing it. It's just, it's a lot of fun and I get carried away and there's still a lot to do, but I'm still, I'm, I'm working on Carson Buckingham's new um, novel and also Fred Weehy um, and Chuck W. Chapman. Um, and we're going to get that ready ASAP. 
plus some uh, announcements before Halloween, especially with new authors. Um, so that pretty much wraps that up. Um, and, of course, we had a good time all day Sunday when uh, Miss Misery was over filming her Halloween special over here at Black Bedsheet Studios. So that was groovy, and that's going to come out on, I believe, Halloween Day. Nice. Uh, so, cool. And we get that's copies. Really cool. It was great. lasted all day long, and it was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. All right. A uh, couple of big show, uh, couple of show announcements that we got going on that we're going to bring on Rob. Rob, it's not that you're any less of a guest. We just we always make show announcements. Uh, Tom, while you're celebrating your daughter's uh, wedding, me and William are going to have some dark, sticky fun over here on Francine Friends because who is that? Is that Mr. Ron? Master Ron Fitzgerald will be live Sunday night. Cool. <laughs> Just there on NyQuil, Rob. I think, I think <laughs> they drank NyQuil. <laughs> All right, and uh, we've been talking to Janet Williams, a.k.a. Tennessee Tramp. We're going to book her in October. She's always a hilarious and fun gift, and... Uh, William, you're about to, uh, wow, you're going to have a good time with this one. Oh, you, I can't you've wait. not been on the show with her before. You're going to miss it. <laughs> you're you're going to love it. You're going to laugh your ass off. And, well, she's pretty much going to de-virginize you is what she's going to do. Well, are they good? Uh, she's, great. She's, <laughs> she, I, she's great. She is, she is absolutely amazing, and she's also an amazing friend. I knew her way before I started Block Talk Radio, so we go back a long ways. I love I love her to death. And, uh, yeah, and Deborah Lamb, of course, is on the 27th. And now the man of the hour, Mr. Rob Yeager. How you doing? All right, all right. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, we had we had your good friend with Fright Tech Pictures, Eddie, on not too long ago. Yeah, that's awesome. Eddie's great. Oh, he is, he is great. Yeah, we 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 love Eddie over here. Just just a downright yeah, down to earth nice guy. He absolutely is. He absolutely is. He's a great guy. Yeah, and he thought the show was going to be on Sunday night, and he wanted to be here tonight, but. He thought it was going to be Sunday night, but he's filming. You know he this is. movie that he's filming. I do, I do. He's filming House of Crow, Legend of the Melonheads tonight. Yep, he's out there tonight. And are you well, going to be a part? Of, are you going to be a part of this movie? I am. I am. I have my first day on set tomorrow. Um, super excited for it. Um, it's. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. We have a super talented cast. Um, it's a great, fun story, a nice creature feature, and um, it's good. It's good. There's a lot of, lot of good energy and, and, and passion wrapped up in this one. So Eddie's, Eddie's done another, another fun movie. So it's going to be cool. I'm super excited, super pumped for it. Nice. Well, in, in, in that case, uh, take, you, you t- take advantage, and when you get there tomorrow morning, be like, Hey, how we doing, Eddie? I'm ready for the 
me up with a shot. Where do you need me? Where's my mark? By the way, you missed a great show last night. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to make them feel so yeah. bad and so guilty tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you need to call I him Coach. You call him Coach. I do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I call him Coach. I call him Coach. He calls me Tom Brady. So that's our little, our little thing on, on set. So when it gets really down to business, we got to get real serious. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we call each other. We have a good time. No, we have a good time with it. <laughs> and and that's, that's really cool. That, that also goes to show your personality and Eddie's personality yeah. that the two of you do want to continue to work with each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, We've 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 collaborated in many ways over the years, and um, yeah, we always have a good time. And he uh, he watches out for me, I watch out for him, and that sort of thing. So it's it's good, it's good. We have a, we have a good time with it, and um, we're serious when we need to be serious, and we have fun when we can do, have fun, and and all that good stuff. But he he's a good guy. He's a, he uh, he really um, he really promotes a very uh, collaborative type set production that sort of thing and um and it works and it works it really brings out the best out of people that, that's awesome and and if you want to talk yeah. about other projects that you work with them on one oh, sure. that William and I definitely like is one of the most recent ones yeah American with, uh, Culture Guys The Curse of Willis Ratchet there yep. we go yes do, do, oh, you, do you remember <laughs> Do you remember the nursery rhyme? I know you remember that nursery rhyme. Oh, um, hold on. What does it start with? Hold on. Of course I do. But now, now that I'm on the spot, um, <laughs> Lilith Ratchet took a hatchet, gave her lover a head in the in, in the basket, called her something something, call her name after midnight, feel her pain, something like that. It's very close. I was very close to it. You did good. All right. You did a very good job. No, you, you were actually quite wonderful in that movie. You really were. You Thank wonderful. You. Thank you. That movie yeah, was so yeah. fun. That movie was so fun. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for seeing that. Though. I really appreciate that very, very much. Very much. Thank you. Well, well I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm going to share with you, um, you know, cause I, I, I was able to tell Eddie about this time. He was kind of surprised. But Phyllis was actually one of the few movies, horror-wise, that actually gave me yeah. a full reaction. Yeah? Yeah. But uh, it, 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 it was uh, – and that's what made it so good, though, I, I will admit. But, uh, but yes, it was kind of yeah. funny, though, because um, the problem was uh, I decided to watch it late in the night after uh, spending the day writing. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my wife works uh, crazy hours, so uh, she is normally up at three o'clock in the morning and out the door by five o'clock. And I'm gotcha. usually gotcha. working my way to bed within that time frame. So, you know, so the long story short, you know, watched the movie, loved it, crawled into bed, fell asleep, woke up because I realized I needed to use the restroom, go and. Uh, you walk over to the restroom, open up the door, and all of a sudden I see this uh, figure there with the hair pulled back in a bun, and I'm thinking Lilith. So I just yeah. started backing up and said, nope. 
backed all the That's way to the awesome. bed, threw the covers and blankets over the head, and just went back to sleep. How he's safer you. that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did say awesome. your name. Look in your chair. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, I mean, for that to happen, that is definitely one hell of a great film. Because um, that's right. You know, I, you know, and yep. and so the kudos to you, to you and the whole cast and everything else. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the, the the actress who played Lilith Ratchet, Christy Cleric, she oh my gosh, she's just she's awesome. It was it was so it was like she's a nice in person. She's the, one of the nicest people in the world. So sweet, so kind, so so. Um, she's just she's very articulate in the way that she speaks. She's just very she's just a very well put together person, and. Um, but then she put that thing on, and it was just—it was like even in daylight, you know, without the the lights down and everything like that. Like it was really, really striking the way that she looked. I mean, she really, really was. Those moments were oh, yeah. like those different chase scenes in the movie and that sort of thing. Like it was—it was not difficult to kind of get into that scared feel and everything, you know, running through because it was just—I mean, it was just. She's very, very striking. Very striking in that outfit. <laughs> that you, you could tell that she definitely had a presence on screen too. You could yeah. tell that she was wholeheartedly into this role, and I think exactly. that's probably exactly. one of the best traits that she had as that kid. You know, like you could. It's like I told Eddie. I I seen this one guy. Uh, I can't remember who I was. I was I was listening to uh, David Madison's podcast and. The guy that yeah. did a lot of makeup for a lot of movies, he goes, "Yeah, no, you can have great down. makeup. No, you can have great no. makeup on an actor, but if they don't portray the character correctly, it doesn't matter right. how great the makeup is. The, it's right. not going to work on screen. It's not. Right. It has to be right. the actor also. And I think right. that she carried. I think she carried that. I think she carried the makeup very well." I, I I do too. I, I, I there's there's only there's like a moment at the end when she sort of like laughs and stuff as she's kind of walking off into the the shadows and everything. And but beyond that, she doesn't doesn't make a sound the entire time. Yeah. It's all facial expression. It's all what she's doing. It's all what she's doing with her eyes. It's the ways that she's moving her body. The ways that she's standing. The way I mean, she just and it's a huge. You know, she's in this giant um, with like almost like a. Uh, I guess Victorian, like a Victorian gown, this giant Victorian gown and everything. So it's very easy to get lost in something like that. We're not really able, you know, where you, 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 you might not read. It might not actually look like anything, but she completely at, at any moment. I mean, it's just, she's so entertaining to watch. And, and in the good way where it's, 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 you know, frightening. It's very frightening. It's a very iconic, yeah. very striking huh. character, you know, that, and that's, yeah. it is. it's her, it's her. It's, it's because it's because of who it was. So yeah, she did a great job. That strikes That's me awesome. as being very talented when you can do that without hardly saying anything until the you know oh, hey, where you can be that expressive yeah, and that everything. Crazy. I, I, you know? I, I like I knew it, but it was like after like a couple like watchings of it or whatever, it sort of struck me again. I was thinking I'm just like like it, it's just so amazing. It it really, really is. So people it was inter- it was really cool, like even like friends friends seen it when we had our uh screenings and things up um here in Cleveland. Um 
they were, you know, people were writing me days after. They're like, I, I, I've had a nightmare about her. I'm checking my mirror as I'm getting in my car to make sure she's not in the back seat. I'm whatever. Like it really, <laughs> really affected there we go. people. Or affected people. <laughs> so it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's such a compliment. So yeah, they, it was, it was great. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun doing that movie. Yeah, and, and I think I think one of the best faces also throughout the movie, I would have to say, and I don't want to give anything away. I don't know if Tom has watched it yet. Tom, if you have not watched nope. this movie yet, better better watch it. Your facial expression oh, at the very end, right at the very end, where I don't want to give away a lot of detail, but yeah, you knew what you had to do, you. and yeah, yeah you yeah. did. You were very strong at that moment. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that was, that's like, that whole scene came together so well. It really, really did. I mean, it's just, it was great. That was, that was another one that was so fun sitting in the audience and watching people um, react to that moment and everything. But um, yeah, thank you very, very much. That was, uh, that was uh, some of it, <laughs> some of the facial expression on there was real life. Cause it was a, definitely, it was a very, um, very long uh, weekend that we were maybe it was even Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we had done that bit. So it was some very long days and everything, and really getting to the end and everything. It just it really it was very raw, <laughs> very raw. Yeah, you know, and it, it worked very well for that moment. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'll admit, um, you know, cause I know Eddie had mentioned the same thing as well too, because. When I saw when it when it got to that scene, especially when it came to the close up shot of you with with that expression, I was like, Oh my god, that the makeup artist was fantastic. Look at how exhausted and <laughs> worn down he looks. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So wow in reality in reality what was about to happen was some three, four hours later after we were like wrapped or whatever, I'm going home and I'm like seeing things. I was staying, it was uh, the, the place we were filming is probably about an hour away from my, my home. And there was just no, no way I was me driving or whatever. So I was staying at a, a friend's nearby and I'll never forget like going point. It was like, you know, the birds are starting to chirp or whatever. It was like one of those, just like, ugh, like you're up all night. And um, I'm sitting there pulling the driveway. I'm sitting in the car. And I was so tired. And I, like, had this bag of all the things that I had brought. It was, like, I just anything. Um, makeup to makeup to uh, water bottles to breath mints or whatever. This bag of all those things. And I, I poured it out of my seat. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at it for, like, it must have been like 15, 15, maybe 20 minutes, and I could not well, make a decision as to, like, what do I need to bring in the house, what do I, whatever. Like, I was just, <laughs> so that makeup was very legit, very legit. Um, but it worked. It worked so well, though. I mean, it timed up so well because it was, like, for that scene to look that way. And then, and then you get that scene. So you get it so yeah. striking. It's so raw. It's so that, you know, and it just um, – it, it just it worked. It, it timed up perfectly. Like thank God that wasn't like <laughs> like it flip flopped and the schedule was different or whatever. It just worked. It worked. Then we got that thing. I mean even so um, in that moment too. So there's Lilith in that, in that moment so, uh, with Chrissy Cleric and uh, but then also Caitlin 
Becky Newberry's in that scene too. And like, same thing with her. Like, like it was just, she has a scream moment. She screams out this thing to, to the, to the villain, the villainous or whatever, uh, Lilith Ratchet. And, uh, it's just raw. Her voice is raw. It's just like, but it's wow. perfect. It's perfect because the whole premise is we were kind of chased all throughout the, the facility and, and had been running for a while. And it was just, you know, what a week we'd had and everything in the movie. So it worked well. So I'm glad that yeah. the makeup looks so good. <laughs> me, me too. Wow. <laughs> You're like, wow. You <laughs> really tore that guy up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes me more excited to see how it's going to go with melon heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's weird. Tomorrow, tomorrow's my first day on set, but they've been filming already. You know, they've been filming a couple weeks already and everything. So it just so happens this is mine, but it's like, it's very much the scene that we're shooting tomorrow is very much like past the middle of the movie towards the, it's like, it's like me, me and the, uh, George Tootie, who is my, um, sort of like, I would say sidekick, just kind of like, we're kind of like a duo in the movie. We're going to, to try to uh, uncover this whole legend of the melon heads. And um, oh, no. the scene is actually us as we're walking through the, the forest, coming up to the whole melon head um, mansion, which is this, this uh, uh, Dr. Crow's mansion um, or the house of Crow. So it's literally like us as we're about to like, it's like, you know, way, way at the end of the movie. So that's our first scene. Our first scene is like, literally we've gone through everything. We're getting, they were about to break into this, this mansion and, and, and try to uncover what, what these melonheads are all about. Nice. Nice. Cool. Have you guys ever out there, have you guys ever heard of the, the, that the whole uh, myth or the, the urban legend of the melonheads before? Oh yeah. Tom yeah. It's in the Metro yeah. Detroit area. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's got a closed okay, cool. uh, yeah. sanitarium area, and uh, there's been sightings. Supposedly, there's people there that, and they went into the woods and stuff, and breeded more. But it was um, supposedly people have disappeared, or you know, yeah. been found insane and everything like that. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I remember yeah, when Eddie was Tom, Tom knew exactly what he was talking about. Eddie was so excited, and him and Tom had. Like this great conversation about it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was almost like you know, going, going to your own little uh, frat party. We're just kind of sitting off to the side and just watching yeah. the yeah. road go at it. <laughs> I mean, it might be a little vague on the details, but supposedly it was an old sanitarium and they had people in there that were, you know, they referred to as melon heads. And then I think yeah. the locals kind of keep a distance from it, too. They know about it. and. Yeah. You know, then you get a few outsiders from outside the area that come and explore and everything, yeah. you know, at night or even, you know, daytime. It's kind of creepy. So, see, Eddie, where he grew up, he's a little bit, I'm on the west side of Cleveland. Eddie grew up more on, I guess it's the east side. It's the east side, like the near east side. So he's a little bit more over there and everything, and that's a little bit closer to. Um, where those sightings and things had taken place. So for him, in high school, he heard about this. He heard about these. He heard about um, people going into these woods and looking around, and supposedly they would find these baby bottles um, hanging from the trees that had blood in them, like blood, blood oh, wow. baby bottles around. Yeah. So sort of the legend with that is that um, – 
people would put those out would put those out um, so these melon head creatures or people or whatever they are um, they would drink this blood rather than go after their kids or rather than go after their pets they put this oh, wow. bloody bottles out there yeah yeah so um, pretty creepy yeah pretty creepy um, so yeah so he's he really He's Eddie is is very very into to you know different urban legends and and um, and all of that. I mean, he really really is knowledgeable about a lot of. But this but this particular one, I mean, him growing up, um, he did experience you know that and and people going to look for them and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty. Yeah. Oh, it's just it, it makes it a little bit more real in a way, you know, even as we're filming it. So. Yeah. I had an offer wow. to go do that plenty of years ago. Go, go help look, you know, kind of go explore and look for them. I turned it down. Forget that. <laughs> I ain't come to <laughs> freak you out. Man. Screw that. Freak you out. <laughs> yeah. No, I turned it down, man. Uh, I, you got to look I, into Mar- I, the Legend of Morrow Road too. M O R R O W, because there's supposed to be some ghostly shenanigans going on there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, now, now, Tom, I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate here. If you went actually actually went on went with your friend, and you ran into one of the melon heads, what would be your first response? Shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that works. Probably <laughs> 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 shit my pants. You know, <laughs> better run like hell. I don't know. I'm being honest, man. I I'm not one of them people. I don't go into cemeteries at night, and you know, I don't, you know. You know, I've been in a couple of haunted houses, real ones. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to bring it home with me. I'll write about it and use it for fodder, but uh, I kind of, I, I have a, uh, I guess a deep-seated respect for that kind of stuff to, yeah, I don't need it coming home with me. So okay, I'm, so I'm Tom, the exact same way with that Tom, stuff. You're going to admit, Tom, you're afraid of a ghost? Oh well, yeah, it's a, a human nature the fear the darkness. I mean, we might be the yeah. dominant predator on this planet, but we still fear the night, you know. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't you know it depends on how you handle that fear, I guess. It's just you know, there's certain things I don't you know do. I mean, you know. Well, that's oh, this, this is, you know this is actually a good question for Rob right now. Are you guys going to be filming like really close to it, or are you guys going to be a good distance? Um, they're still walking down a couple of different locations. I don't know how close they're actually going to get to that spot. So there's like a, there's a particular spot. It's called, gosh, I don't even know. I think it's in Kirtland. I think it's in Kirtland. It's called Wisner Road. Um, and that's supposedly where like this was or whatever and everything. I don't think we're actually, I don't think we're actually there. I don't think we're actually there. Um, oh, okay. There was one. Yeah, there was one place, um, one uh, location that we had, and then it has since changed. Um, that was actually a very creepy location. It's since changed, and they have a different spot for it now for actually um, Dr. Crow's. Um, so Dr. Crow is is basically he's like kind of the uh, the ringleader of these of these um, melon heads, and he's conducting experiments on them and, and, and almost like trying to create sort of like an army in a way of these, of these creatures that he's, he's kind of manipulating and genetically changing and everything. So, um, yeah. So, 
Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it, 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 uh, I don't know. What, there is a different location they're still getting for the mansion for him, for Dr. Crow's mansion. So I be a little bit kooky. Um, that search, though, is weird. It's like you've got to – it's like – so the one – for instance, like the one place that I was talking about where it got it changed, going on into that as we were going on in, it was already – we were already planning that. A, a member of our team had actually done a ghost sighting out there or a ghost hunt out there, and they kind of found something. So going on into that site, it was – the cameraman was already warned, like, bring extra batteries. They'll go down and that sort of thing. So that, that's <laughs> like – I don't know. It's like – it's one thing when you're filming, it's cool, but what's scary is when, like, you're there late, and they're filming, yeah. and you're off, you know, talking with your friend <laughs> in the side, and you're doing whatever. It's just like, ooh. Like, when we were doing um, uh, The Curse of Lilith Ratchet, the one for actually that whole finale sequence that we did that we were sort of talking there about for a moment, um, it was in this uh, – it was a bar called Rockstar Bar, but this building had been there just forever so he was in downtown akron in ohio and um this building had been there forever and it was like two or three levels high um then there was this basement then there was a sub basement then there was also this other area like like near the sub basement where you would go you open the door and you go in this dark hall and there were more stairs that went down and we came to find out that supposedly um the stairs that went down went into like sort of an underground labyrinth area that was built way back in the day when Akron was first built that sort of connected and allowed people to get from one side of the street to the other, but underground sort of thing. So the one day we're, we're filming that and, um, and uh, we're, we're, they were having us run me and, and Caitlin were, were running out of this room, this, this hallway thing. So they kind of tucked us back in this thing. And it was like the door closes and we're waiting, you know, for, for action and everything. And both of us were sitting there. And she's like, I'm like, I think there's something in this room with us. It was just like you could like sense it. You could yeah. sense it. So oh, when wow. someone was just talking about, you know, you don't want something coming home with you sort of thing, it was just like there's something here. Like there's just something here. I don't know. I, I have any more, any more if I see something in the corner of my eye and I see something that's there, I believe that it's for real anymore. And I, I somewhere, I don't know if it was a documentary, whatever, I was watching something, but someone brought the point one time that – um you do see these things, you know, or maybe, you know, when, when we're children, when we're children, you can see these things. And then adults tell you, well, no, that's not real. That's not real. And then your brain starts thinking you, you don't see them. So when we do actually see something out of the corner of our eye, we really are seeing it. Pay attention to it. Pay attention to it because it's getting probably is something for real. But then your brain has been trained now to think like, oh, no, that's not real. That's not a real thing. So anymore, if I do notice something sort of in the corner, I'm just kind of aware of it. It, it, it doesn't scare me. I, I've noticed sort of things in my own house sometimes, and I don't live in an old house whatsoever. But I've noticed some things sometimes kind of sense someone's in the room or sense saw something, you know, from the corner of my eye or whatever and stuff. And it doesn't scare me. It's not like any ghost and whatever scares me. I, I, I do believe that. I do believe that they exist. Um but I think there are some. I think there are some, whether they're spirits or they're poltergeists or whatever they are, demons, whatever. I think those may be out there as well, and that's what you actually got to kind of watch out. You don't want to mess around with. But um, yeah, yeah but I, do think, I do think we have been. That's, that's my train of that's my my train of thinking too. Like you know, you know. Yeah, that's uh, you know. that's something that we touched on. We were talking about Rainy Young coming over here filming because there has been some things that has happened in this house, which is why she wanted to come over and I'm talking about 
you're kind of talking like you see it, and it's almost like a calming feeling. You're not scared. You know they're not yeah. angry. Yeah, that's that's one thing that we emphasized a lot Sunday night. You don't feel anger. You kind of feel peace and calm, and yeah. you know something's there. Yes. Well, there's an aspect. I mean, too, when we when we when just in life in general, you know, do you. Should we fear death? Do we go somewhere else after that? Do we whatever? Like all those different things. But like if you, if you, if you see this and you believe and you think that's what's going on, I mean that's it's kind of a, a freeing thing, you know, where it is like, all right, there must be something after this, you know. So it's not yeah. like it isn't over at that point mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So it is there is a calmness to it, you know. I, you know, some people say, you know, to the the ghosts and things that we have around here that that it's maybe these are the ones that. Um, didn't go anywhere else, and they're kind of in this purgatory state, or, um, or even sometimes we'll talk about, you know, that uh, ghost is more so just kind of like a uh, uh, energy on repeat sort of thing. So it's just uh-huh. like the same situation yeah, occurring that. over and over and over, and we just kind of get to see, you know. So that's interesting stuff. It's interesting stuff. It, it, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily scare me. I'm, I'm the same way though. I'm not going to go into a walking around the graveyard in the middle of the night. I'm not going to. Bring my no, friends I, over I, into a, a Ouija board seance. <laughs> no, no, don't don't, you know. don't invite them in. <laughs> Never yeah. invite no. them in. Yeah. Right. And I there is no way. There is no way I'm saying Beetlejuice three times. No way. No. <laughs> no way. I, I still will. I still refuse to say Bloody Mary. That's the Bloody Mary in the mirror. No. Don't want nothing to oh, do come with on. that. That used to be so much fun. No, stay, stay in the mirror. Stay in the mirror. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. come my way. Rob, I, no, I don't want you. I think I did the Bloody Mary thing Rob. one time, and it's still I can I can remember I can like actually doing it, like talking about it a ton of times, but actually doing it, and it really was really terrifying. It was terrifying. Oh, <laughs> now I kind of want to do it. Well, I don't I'll, know if you should. No, you I'm not doing it. Fun. So, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll admit when, um, when we were younger, I, I actually um, scared the whole bejesus out of my cousin with that once. Um, you know, I was like, "Yeah, all you got to do is uh, wait until three o'clock in the morning because that's the witching hour, and uh, just go into the bathroom, lean into the mirror, and recite it to say Bloody Mary, and she'll appear. Trust me." And he's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." You know, so you know. Waited, you know, we, you know, counted it down. I was listening to him do the footsteps and everything else. And what he didn't know was that I had my bathrobe uh, hanging on the door. So I snuck in behind him, put the robe on, threw the hood over my head. And oh, my oh God, you're going to hell, William. Kneeling behind him and then popped up out of nowhere. It was like, ah! <laughs> Oh, you are still at, going to hell, dude. <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're going to make someone die when you scare them at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he completely just shit his pajamas right there on the spot. <laughs> wow. You are going to hell. You know that, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I've already got the suntan lotion pack, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was that Bloody Mary? Wasn't that, too, it was something like you would get scratches on your arms would appear or something like that? Love I y'all. heard that from my story was is that blood will end up dripping from the mirror 
and then she comes out of the mirror and she stabs you. That's the version oh of the story God. I got. Ours here, ours here in like the 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 northwest or whatever was over Midwest. That sort of thing was that you did it. I don't remember. I guess it was that she appeared. I think that was there. But the big thing was you would do it, and then if you turn the light, you'd have all these scratches on your arms. Oh, wow. So that's what people oh. would do. That's how people would trick people. And that's what we do. In middle school, we would do that, and then people would go, and they'd say they were doing it, and then they would scratch up their own arms, and then come up and be like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I like the blood wow. going the mirror and you get stabbed, though, better. That's yeah. better. Well, yeah, 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 ours was yeah. blood. I guess maybe every town, every town and every city might have their own little story of what yeah. will happen. Yeah. And yeah. people were like, no, I did it, and this is what really happened. Right, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, I think there's not so much fear or afraid of ghosts or whatever. I think it's just a healthy respect for not tempting fate and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. You know I yeah. think that's what it is. It's not so much fear. It's just, yeah, some things are better left alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, it's one thing you bring it on in, then what are you going to do with it? Right. Yeah. What do you do with it then? You're just like, okay, now it's here. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Do do yeah. I feed you? <laughs> do you need water? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, oh, come on, um, I, I think that's right. It, it is having respect for it. I, I agree. I agree. I think I, I, that would be a great comedy, like a little short skit. You do it, and it's like, oh crap, you're really here. Um, right? Are you? And just <laughs> that are you awkward thing, like. Are, are you gonna stab me? Are you gonna scratch me? Um, are you thirsty? I got some cookies in the kitchen, you know. What do you need? Let me know. What do you need? I can go okay. to the store. Do you know what a store is? You know, you know what you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking. You talk me into it. I'll I'll throw something together over the weekend. Let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be funny. Like, uh, you know, you guys are both just like sitting there in the in the in the bathroom. And you're like, do I step out? Do you need to go potty? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Have you been holding it for like 300 years? And then right. question. Just have her sit there staring at you, like, why? Why the hell did you even bring me out here? <laughs> right. There, there, there are limitations. Right. The bathroom is my private area. <laughs> How long have you been? Yeah, but you have right there because then she's constantly in that bathroom. Yeah, that's just, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've done some terrible things in here. Uh, I'd like to apologize. Yeah. Well, if there's any place, place for bad, evil spirits, a bathroom would be one of them. Yeah, you know, oh that, that barbecue, all-you-can-eat yeah. barbecue, it just didn't sit right on my stomach. I'm sorry I kept you up all night. No. <laughs> you have to die. <laughs> At least I got to go with those burritos again. To, which is kind of nice. <laughs> God, something called up your ass and died? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the spirit would appreciate that kind of humor. Though. Yeah. You'd have to watch yeah, it. You know, you'd have to be very, like... 
spirit by driving away. <laughs> Man, we we better right. hurry. Hey, if anybody tries to do this, it was heard. It's copywritten. We got full control. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Sorry, yep. I already claimed yep. it. We got it. Yep. <laughs> Remember we that simple I popped quick. and the, the juice landed on the mirror? I hope I didn't squirt you in the eye with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this Man, is why people don't a person could have that. a lot of fun. A person could really actually have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> you just sit there like but reacting but yeah. to everything that you're saying, you know, like. I just got called by an idiot. <laughs> right. Now I right, got to spend right. the rest of my life with this idiot. Yeah. Exactly. I, that, I, I think that's what would happen to you. You would get bonded permanently to this yeah. thing forever. This thing is with you. <laughs> so even when you pass, even when you pass, now you got to hang out there too. It's just, I don't know. It's just not a good idea. <laughs> exactly. No, leave, her leave her yeah, alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. She just need to be woken up. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the alarm hey, Rob, clock going that... like... yeah. Rob, do you find that like yeah. horror actors and uh are, are probably the more friendliest, uh easiest going, more appreciative I... of all their fans than any others overall, I you think? Of, They're more I've down never to earth. Thought of this before, but I would say yes. I would say yes. Um I think the type of person who's normally able to do it and do it well, they have to have a certain imagination to them. They need a creative aspect to it. It's a lot of like pretend. It really is. I mean, not that, you know, doing, if you're doing a drama, if you're doing a, a romantic comedy, if you're doing whatever, like that can be very lighthearted and everything. But um, I think, you know, I, it's, it, it's maybe. In some ways, when you're doing some of these movies like this, it's like what I just said there, along with a vulnerableness that you need to have oh. to make it to be believable. So that type of person usually lends themselves better to they probably are more outgoing. They probably are more friendly. You know, they're just more empathetic, I guess, to other people. Um, and it's a different it's a different type of genre where you really do – like there's so many cult classic horror type movies that are out there it's a whole different thing like it just it really um it really it really is it, it really is different i'm thinking about different experiences in different sets different even you know something a, a commercial set or a or a, a more of an action set or something like that um and i've always I, yeah the people i've ever worked with it, it really it just it always is more friendly and everything so so yeah i i would say that I would I would agree with that statement definitely. Kind of yeah. like a friendly uh, a family environment. It is it is yeah. It's just it's it's like some uh, these the sets the sets for these types of movies and everything too they they can be longer hours and they can be that just because of all especially when we're talking like indie films too because it's just like you know it's just it's a very small crew working on things and when you start going into different special effects or setting things up or different locate everything like that. It's like, you really, really got to team up to, to make it look believable. Um, so yeah, it, 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 and there's an aspect too. It's like a, an aspect of, uh, 
survival, I guess, in a way. It's like because it's just it's just a different type of experience, and it's just you know you're you're excited, you're showing fear, you're showing anger, you're whatever whatever you're doing and everything. So it just puts you you're just because of that vulnerability, because of what's there, like to, like it really. They don't take the, the the actors in those types of movies. They don't take themselves as seriously, which is better. Yeah, that's probably you know it's probably it's, true. We have time for that. <laughs> we have time for that. Because yeah. <laughs> I, you know. I just asked that because I, Kane Hodder was at a convention I do every year some years ago, and yeah. you know he once him and he was sitting him and Tiffany Shepis were both talk we were talking to him and. He goes, you know, hey, us guys that play the psychopaths, the murderers, the killers, the monsters, we're we're the good guys. We, you know, we love our fans. We get along with everybody. And it's, yeah. you know, he goes, it's the comedians that are the assholes. And Tiffany Shepard goes, oh god, that is so true. I dated a comedian for a year and a half. He was <laughs> it, an it kind of is true. And, it kind of is true for real. The bride. And the other thing was, he had little kids dressed like Jason coming up to Kane Hodder and and hugging him. I mean, and he picked them up, posed photos with them, and shook their hand and yeah. them like, you know, adults, is, you know, like there's, but they just come up and hug the guy. And it's like, they instinctively just hug the, you know, the, the kids back and stuff. And it was just like, it was a real sight to see. So I just kind of always try to ask that. I mean, what you, you know, like in the horror community when you, you know, you know, let's face it, there's A movies, B movies and all that, but it seems like they're a different kind of breed of actor and entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, but 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 I mean, it's I, a person. I, I think, you know, um, it's a person. They're going to be. They're usually like a little bit off, and not necessarily uh-huh. in a bad way. They're just not. They're not what we would say normal. I guess you know, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. Right. So you just it just kind of attracts you know um, a, a different a different type of person sort of thing. And and for whatever reason, people do. I mean, people really do hold those types of movies very near and dear to them. You know, you have you have your Christmas movies, and you have you know some other different genres like that that are very specific. But uh, I don't know. It, it's um, people, you know. It's just I guess it's memorable. It's a memorable thing. You watch a movie and you you, you get scared in the audience and stuff. So that's a, a collective experience that happens. Or um, I don't I don't maybe it's something even to growing up. Growing up, it's kind of like there's a rebellion aspect to it. There's a rebellion mm-hmm. like it's you know, you're, you're, you're told you shouldn't watch those things, you shouldn't whatever and everything. So it's kind of like, it's kind of a part of growing up and it really is important to people. And it really, um, it just, it, for whatever reason, these types of movies just really get into people's heads, you know, and they do celebrate it. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. there's an outcast aspect of it. There's an outcast aspect of, of horror villains or, or, um, you know, different creatures that we see as well. And, and, and a lot of us can relate to that. You know, it's not the most popular person. It's sort of the outcast one, and that's what's being celebrated. That's what it is, and that feels good for people because it is always that way. So, I'm racking my brain. I'm trying to think of that movie with the clown. It, it was a recent independent film that did really well, and uh, I can't remember the name of the it's movie. It's not it. Huh? With the ice cream truck? It's not it. Not it. No, it's not it. Um, it was an independent film. Uh, Nick. Nick. Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No, I love that movie. That's my on. favorite movie of all time. I love that movie. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying so to think. The clown, the clown, he, he was in black and white. It, it, uh, hold on. Terrifier. Hold on. Huh? 
Terrifier. Art's a yes, clown. That's it. That's it. That's that's the one. Uh, we were at a convention, and his table was, like, diagonally from us. We got to know the character. Such a nice guy. I mean, really nice, down-to-earth guy. You know, it, yeah. here it is, uh, an independent film that made millions and projected this little guy into a big star. That's and okay. I remember there was a 12-year-old boy. He just arrived at the convention. And, yeah, of course, he had a line at his table for people wanting autographs and to meet him. And the kid yeah. was like, he's right there. He's right there. And he was all excited. And his parents said, well, the line's long. We just got here. Let's make a couple of rounds and we'll go. He's like, no, I want to go meet him now. You know, and <laughs> my parents talked him into, you know, walking around a little bit and then we'll go meet him. And I told, I made a point to go up to his table and I said, there's going to be a 12 year old boy, told him exactly what he was wearing. He's a huge fan of yours. <laughs> he wanted to meet you right now. And That's he so was cool. like, really? And when the boy, I seen the boy finally made it back to his table and I pointed to the kid. And he kind of gave me a thumbs up, man. He gave that kid so much attention. Aww, that kid, you would have thought that he was floating on cloud nine. He didn't charge that kid for anything. I, I was Aww, sitting there, I'm watching him awesome. interact awesome. with this kid, and I'm like, man, you are just such a nice guy. But the kid was just, he was, you would have thought that Hulk Hogan, our age, Okay, I'm giving our age away. Like, we're there. Hulk Hogan just walked into the room. You know, your eyes would light up like, holy crap, it's Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's how this kid was. And you're exactly right. You know, they are. Horror actors are a lot nicer to their star, their fans. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I mean, it just, it, it just, they just don't take, it. it they don't. They don't have the ego in the same way. That's, I mean, that's what it is. It just, they just don't. They just don't. You know, and it's like, and you can't, there's no way someone with an ego too overboard and stuff, like, they're not going to go through all that makeup and all the this and that and everything that it takes. They're just not going to do it. They're not going to do it. It's not their thing, you know, or they don't want to look not light and beautiful and everything. You know, they, they, that, that's just, they don't want to do that. So it just takes, it just takes a, it, it, it's a very special kind of person and everything. It's just, it really, really is. It's, uh, it's very, very unique, very unique. But, but yes, in, in general, being on different sets, being in different movies, be like in doing that, uh, the people you're working along with are always more fun to be around and more caring and more. When you said before, you know, like a family sort of thing, um, it is. It really, really is. It really is. Um, I've met plenty of other great people and, and many other things that I've done, but, but the ones, these different, you know, horror genre movies, like it's, it always is more fun. It, oh, the people I, I, I always leave these sets and stuff with like lifelong friends that I'm, you know, still close with till this day, you know, it's just from those movies, from those sets of movies. So, yeah. That's great Neat. though. I mean, you know, it is. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, I remember with independent films, I mean, I love independent films. I think people that work on independent films work harder than any big Hollywood budget movie 
in the world. Because you guys do work harder. You know, you don't have the money, so you've got to make it happen with a budget. When, you know, the big budget movies, they can say, oh, well, I I ran out of money. I need more money. Well, here you go. You know, (laughs) it's that simple. And, you know, back in the day, (laughs) independent movies, the only way that you could really see them is if you went to a big film festival or you went to Blockbuster Video, and yes, we're that old. You go to Blockbuster <laughs> Video, and you see independent films. Do you yeah. think that social media has helped independent films in that aspect where you guys can reach out to more people and they can say, yeah, I got to do this. I got to see this. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because you're so much more accessible. They can kind of look at your life a little bit more, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. And then and then people can talk about it and people and it just yeah, I, I think probably since the beginning of social media, that's where you like there's always been cult movies and, and, and that, but I, I do think we see more of that now. Um and there's just so many there's so many things. It's not just cable, there's you know, so many different streaming services and so streaming, even, yeah. but, you know, all over the place, you know, so they all there's just there's so much more opportunity for things to get out there and to get in front of people because there's just, there's a need for it. You know, the Tubi and, um, you know, any of your, your Netflixes and all that kind of stuff too, of course, but, um, but that and Amazon and stuff. So it's just so much more accessible. We can really see it. It's so easy to uh, go watch a trailer, go watch a preview, learn about it, see that, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's very, very easy for us to get the information now. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like independent movies right now are actually being more loved than the big Hollywood events now. Yeah. It seems like yeah. independent films, everybody's like, no, forget that, you know. Oh, I hate yeah. that alarm. Well, we got to figure out take that. Go ahead. I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm moving away from that alarm. Yeah, but, but that's no surprise when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a majority of the blockbusters that they've been reissuing and Recycling. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it seems like, like oh. films have become more acceptable, too, lately, especially in the horror genre. I mean, it just seems like, I mean, the smaller independent films are more, I don't say plentiful, but it just seems like they're more acceptable, too. I mean, it was the last few years for Academy Awards, some of them have been nominated. I mean, not horror, but independent films or small pictures, yeah, so they would say, you know. Yeah. So... Because with, with, with your with because again the streaming services and all that's available and how much access we have to it, it's just um, it has a broader audience now. It has a broader audience now, so it makes makes it more mainstream and um, and just like you said, it's just I mean everything, not everything, but it does seem like eighty to eighty five percent of films anymore are a remake. Are a, I don't want to say sequels all the time, that we do see quite a, quite a few of them, but. It just that's just what it is. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. It's whatever. And it's just none of these major studios want to take a risk, I guess. So yeah. independent film, whether it's a horror film or 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 something else, um, it seems like at least at face value pulls you on in that it, it, it's a novel concept and everything. Yeah. This is something new. It is you know. So um, yeah, it's it's cool and it and it is. You know, not everyone has the appreciation that that you guys do, knowing how much work really does go into such a thing. Um, but when you do, when you watch some of these, it just—it's amazing. It's amazing. How did they make this happen? How did they do that? How did they pull that off? Because they don't have that budget at all. 
they have to get creative. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty pretty crazy thing. It's it's very impressive. Yeah, like we were talking it, it about is. with Mary Mary Hatchet. I mean, you would think that that movie was made on at least a couple of million dollars, but it wasn't. Yeah, it right. was just it, it 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 was just so well made is what it was, right. and you You're wouldn't right. think that it's it was and. An independent, low-budget movie because everything was done right. Right, and you know now. Now speaking of, I mean, you know, this is kind of taking it outside of the horror aspect, but it, I'll, yeah, you know, this is probably my first full experience on realizing, you know, just the passion behind working in independent film. Yeah. Um, ten years ago, I uh, I actually had. Uh, Cross paths with a young uh, Titanic historian uh, named Tom Linsky, and cool. you know, and you know, I was you know, basically one of those things where it was kind of funny because it turned out he was actually putting together his first film, and I was so amazed at the way that the set was uh, set up for the tour, the video and such, that I thought it was a full professional production. So I wrote the yeah. I wrote him this long two-page uh, letter complimenting him. I'm like, you know, congratulations. I could tell this is a large production crew and everything else to that effect. And he comes back and he's like, no, it's just myself. That's my parents' basement. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? He's like, okay, well, you know, I've got my one friend working the camera, but no. Wow. <laughs> You know, so uh, yeah, that, 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 that was my first foray into the whole passion behind working on the independent scene. So, uh, you know, I was just, you know, it's just, it's so amazing to see the ingenuity and stuff. It's like, like you said, I mean, it when you don't really, have the budget. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, let me ask you, what, oh, what got you into wanting to be in acting? In, the, in in those types of movies, like any, did you did you enjoy acting as a child? And you know, did you want to say? Oh, okay. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. Um, yes, very much. So, uh, growing growing up, um, we we my brother and I always used to make we used to make horror movies. <laughs> we used to make. Um, but we got cool. like it was always like for like when when um like camcorders and uh uh. What is the, the what were they mini mini DV or something whatever? But anyway, yeah. So we used to do that. But before you could actually purchase them, we used to have our mom rent them for us. Like before, it was just they were just way too expensive. There was no way you could ever purchase one. So we would have we would we would rent them, and it was like a VHS something or whatever. But we would make these films. Um, usually, it was in that realm. Sometimes, like. Sometimes a little bit of action stuff every once in a while. Cause we would always do these different like chase scenes and things like that. But um, but we did do a lot of different horror films, um, and that was all kind of growing up. Middle school and high school we did a ton of that kind of stuff. Anytime like I remember assignments we would get and stuff, and you could like you could write an essay, you could do this, you could do whatever, or you could make a make a. a a little movie if you'd like to or whatever. So it was like, okay, great, great. I'll do that. Like that was always my thing. Um, I didn't for whatever reason get too much into when I was kind of like later into high school, 
I was, I don't know, I wasn't, I didn't really perform that much, and I really didn't do too much. I, I think I was very concerned about what people thought of me and stuff, and I was just, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have the guts to do it at the time. So it was kind of like early 20s and everything where I really um, started coming back around to it, um, mid-20s, getting like into like commercial stuff and, and whatnot, and then um, and then really was able to, to start uh, getting into film. So the first film I did with, with, with the first film I did and was actually with Eddie as well was this movie called Hell Week, and um, that was awesome. That and was, it was in one, like, Yeah, yeah. So and we actually nice. shot that like we actually shot that in like oh gosh two thousand six maybe before that maybe even before that is when we started it went on oh, for a little wow. while it went on for a little while yeah yeah it went on for a little while because we had filmed it and then we needed to go back we it wasn't long enough and then we needed to add more into it and then we needed another ending and then we needed a whatever so it was like it really kind of went on for a minute. Um, and then it took them a while too with editing and all that too. We weren't filming like for four years or anything, but um, it just it was it was Eddie's first one. It was a very um, uh, big movie for him for his first thing to be doing and taking on and everything. I mean, it really really was. Um, uh, so it took a you know a moment just to get it all together and everything. But but that was the first one, and it was just like it was like a Craigslist a Craigslist ad that I answered. And um and went out and I just knew it was it was crazy with that one like I just I don't know I I I knew it was going to turn into something I knew it was going to be whatever and it was it was such a weird experience too as an actor because it was like the first movie that I'd ever done and this thing got picked up and it was like I was on Netflix and it was on the store and it was whatever and it was just like so my first experience into this whole thing was like this is really easy. Since then, since then, I've been involved in you know in things. We go and film it, and then it just disappears. Not with Eddie, but with other people. This has happened before, you know, whatever. And it's just like you really see what happens. But, um, but with that one, it was just like it was just I. But I just knew it too. I just knew it. I knew it. It was so crazy. The script was so crazy in a good way. Um, it was very like. Uh, almost like American Pie mixed with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and some other movies like that kind of mixed together. But it was just, it was just good. It was just, it really, it really like, I just, I knew there was an audience for it and I knew people would like it and everything. And, and that was, I mean, that was when, um, uh, I don't know what I was going to say there anyway, but, but it was just, you know, it was, it was very fun to do that. The people we were working with were really, really great. Um, and it was just, I really got hooked on it. It was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do. And for that whole experience for that to happen and to get re-released and they're even working on like a, a 10th, uh, 10 year anniversary version of it where they did like a re-edit of it. So it's going to be coming out again. So it just like wow. keeps going. But like, yeah. I knew it. I knew that one was going to do that. You know, it was just, it was cool. And I knew when American Poltergeist, the Curse of Little Ratchet, two, same thing, reading it, I'm just like, this is this is pretty good. This is pretty good, you know? And, and, um, and then when you finally got to meet like the cast and who was in it and what was going on and everything, it was just the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, I think this one's actually gonna, this is gonna work again. So, um, so it was, it was, it was good. It was good. I would like to say, I'm sorry. I said, Mary Ratchet. We were, I had uh, bloody Mary stuck in my head. I know it's a little Ratchet. (laughs) I 
accidentally said Mary Ratchet. It's Lilith Ratchet, and I wanted to apologize for that. Uh, after I said it, I was like, oh, crap. I, I, I said Mary Ratchet. That's our new movie we can make, Mary Ratchet, where she comes out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do apologize out of the to toilet you, bowl or and I do oh, apologize dear. to Eddie. I that was a slip of the tongue. I do apologize, <laughs> and I'm really. Oh. I did say, did I say Lilith or did I say Mary? I think I said Mary though. Just one Mary. Mary. Was that the right? The whole time there was one Mary in it, but it was fine. No big deal. Okay. Yeah, I even went to Nick, who's decorating outside. I said, oh, my gosh, I said Mary instead of Lilith <laughs> after I did that. So I, I'm really sorry about that. I okay, apologize. So, so so here's what we do about okay? This, this is where we go with Plan B. We get a whole group, you know, persuasion together, and we ask okay. Eddie to put this on, on for a per- future project. It'll be uh, The Curse of Mary Ratchet. And I like uh, she it. haunts a 1979 Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> good. Nothing scarier than one of those. All right. I like where you got, what you put down. What, I like it. This is good. Cool. I'll sign up for that. Sign me up. Here's, here's right. my question. On the little ratchet, one of the scenes, the first killing, yeah. like, see, I'm trying not to give a lot away to the audience, but when somebody's yeah. hit by a car, were yeah. you on the set that day? I wasn't. I wasn't. They filmed that, too. They got this location. Um, it was kind of far out there. It was kind of far out there. I think it was in Seville, Ohio, which is south from where we're at up here. Um, it's a little bit more country there, um, but I, I, I was not. Um, I know it took them a long time to film that, though. That's uh, The guy who's in that scene is actually so that's the the when I say the the duo and and this um yeah legend the melon is coming on up he's the one I'm working alongside of and he's the one who's actually in that scene um yeah that's oh, the, no. I don't I don't think even Eddie knows how they pulled that off at the end of the day because it looked real I mean that looked so yeah, right. real that looked like like with that shot what I was talking about how you know it doesn't have these millions of dollars behind it. But that was right. that shot was as real as anything that you would see in a forty million dollar budget. Yeah, it was pulled off, and I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask you. How did they do that? I I do not know, and it it I I agree the same, the first time, like knowing what was going to happen, knowing what was up the first time I saw that footage and everything. I think I was watching it by myself, and I like gasped. Out loud, like it's like what, what, like yeah, so good. And it that's happened so, so quickly too. It it, it was yeah. so fast, and it's like, and it looks so real. And you're just yeah. like, what? Yeah, I mean that. I think that's probably yeah. That was a nice little scene. It's really cool. <laughs> Dang it! I wanted yeah, to but, know the secret behind that one. All right, we are about to run out of time. Rob, I still got so many things I want to ask you. I, you know I'll how we come back. Come back then. Yeah. That's what I, yes, I was thinking that we should get you and who played Lilith Hat, Hat Ratchet, Ratchet, sorry, 
<clears throat> Lil is Ratchet and you and Eddie. All three of you awesome. on the show. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. I would love that. Chrissy Caleri. We, that's who played. Yeah, that's who played Lilith. That would be great. She's wonderful. We, we I, gotta, she's a cool person. We, we got to make this happen. You've been awesome. Thank and you. And I had Thanks. a feeling. I, 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 I knew this show was going to go over this well. I don't want Blog Talk Radio to cut you off. Um, we are in the after party right now. I don't know if you heard the woman say 90 seconds. I don't know. Can you guys hear her say that? Sometimes no. I can. I didn't hear that, though. Oh, and then she says uh, 60 seconds. And then yeah, she'll she's say very 10. bossy. She tries to pull off a lot because she has that accent. She yeah. does. And <laughs> at the beginning, your show will go live in five seconds. Four. Three. I can't even do her. Yeah, and she doesn't play too. You can't. You can't be like stop, stop. She's gonna do what she wants to do. Exactly. Yeah, we're going it's live. Like, give, me more, give me more time. You can't say Alexa. Right. Oh, oh, right, right. good. Does not work. <laughs> she just does not work. She'll go faster, but she ain't slowing down. No way. <laughs> no. <Exactly. laughs> so, Robin, people, if people want to Google you, where would they find you? Uh, you can well, you can find a, uh, uh, definitely on Facebook. On Facebook, uh, Rob Yeager page. Rob Yeager page is my acting page. You could you could definitely find that, and I post different things that are going on, things I'm involved with, and everything. So that's a good place. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good place to do it. Um, so if you want to want to connect and everything, that's a great place to do it. Would be would it be on Facebook? And Rob Yeager page. And you're running the page. Yes. Rob, it's just you and I now, Tom and William, at the party. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Like I'm oh, you here. guys are not on the switchboard. Oh, nope. There you guys. Now you guys. I'm telling you, Black yeah. Radio. I think Lilith. I think Lilith is now controlling the the the, the Either video. Lilith or Mary. And when I yeah. say Mary, I, I mean Mary Ratchet. <laughs> I am so sorry about that. After I said that, I was like, did I just say Mary? You are perfectly fine. It, you're fine. I'm just teasing. Okay. You're fine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I definitely do apologize about that. we got to have them back, Francie. we got to have them back. <laughs> yeah, see, they yeah, love come you. Come back, Rob, please. I love, they you. love, I you. love <laughs> you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Think about yeah, Rob. I, <laughs> I think he said he'll come back, guys. Stop begging. I think you guys better. <laughs> I, think there, I think there's a romance going please, on please, now. Please, 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 please. <laughs> I think we got. I think we got a romance going on now. All right. <laughs> you guys, you guys need to do. You guys need to do a reality show where all three of you are in the bathroom calling Bloody Mary, and now Bloody Mary stuck with you. Never, um, yeah. yeah, there we go. There you go. Bartender about a Bloody Mary. <laughs> each episode is each, each episode is oh, six yeah, hours you long. Can, you guys can toast to her. Here's a drink to you, Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times she's heard that though? Yeah. <laughs> she might. Like, really? she might like, you guys can have like, her. What the hell do you guys want this time? <laughs> you can have her walk, walking down the hallway the like, oh, crap. Bloody Mary thinks, 
the bars only played play Bloody Mary three times and got have to worry about it. Here we go, nice. man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's I'm surprised nobody's done it yet. Make make a make a comedy out of this. Sounds like it sounds like we're about to be rich. Sounds like we're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, think so. I, I get, I, I'm only asking for ten percent. Wow, I'm so sick of being this oh. filthy rich. All right, ten percent for you. That's fine. That works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 negotiate this. Yeah, we'll negotiate. Right. We'll negotiate. Yeah, we'll, Rob, have, Rob, have my people yes. talk to yours. We'll do lunch. Okay. <laughs> you guys need to be oh, like, yeah. don't call me, we'll call you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't so know how someone could turn down this concept. They'd be crazy. So we got a show on Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll no be worries. there, Prince. Don't worry. We, or, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rob, we're going to talk with William and Tom. Say, please come back. Please yes, yes, come yes. I will come back. back. I will come back. Thank you very much for having me. I had a really, really good time with you guys. I, I would love to. Yeah. Wonderful. Cool. We'll definitely yeah, love I, I Rob. Told, it's great chatting with you. Yeah, yeah, I, told, yeah I, told, great. Uh, I told Tom and William, I said, uh, you're going you're gonna to love this guy. You're going to love him. Was I right? <laughs> Well, of course I was. Yep. Him yes, you were. <laughs> Thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate that very, right. very much. You guys made my night. Thank you. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. night. Good night. Good night. And Nicholas and we'll see you all on Sunday. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take care. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Up this morning, looking for my shoes. Look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate?
hole Saw your little monkey do a sweet jelly roll Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Will I have to wait Will I have to wait Can I get you now Can I get you now Must I hesitate Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? 